Happy Monday. Welcome to the three things I learned. SaaS, sports, tech, and live events. This week we're talking Ticketmaster. We spent the week in Arizona with our whole staff. We're very grateful for that, doing our company offsite for 2023. And Ticketmaster got to spend their week going back to Washington, D.C. Got a whole lot of pundits, a whole lot of prognosticators, a whole lot of hand-wringing, some really super cringy politicians quoting Taylor Swift sound bites. It was all a lot of theater, and it's much to do about nothing for three practical reasons, which we're going to cover right here. Number one, correlation and causation. So one of the things that looks really interesting is when Barclays Center changes from SeatGeek to Ticketmaster after only one year, and they cite some numbers that look a little terrifying. Now, for those who don't know, there's a consent decree in place that says that Live Nation, who owns Ticketmaster, will not take bookings away from a venue because that venue decided to use another ticketing company than Ticketmaster. That consent decree was put in place in 2010, back when there was a belief that Access and AEG were gonna find a way to compete with Ticketmaster and Live Nation. Executing is hard. One side did, the other side struggled a little bit. Um, you know what's interesting about that is two things really happened though, and this is why it's much ado about nothing. Number one, uh, yes, Barclays Center saw a decline, but at the same time, Oak View Group, which Ticketmaster has an interest in, Irving Azoff and Ticketmaster are very close. Irving Azoff is the former CEO of Ticketmaster. I believe Ticketmaster even has a board seat on OVG. Opened the UBS Arena in Long Island. When an arena opens, they take a lot of shows, especially in the first two years. And what really troubles the argument that this was tampering by, uh, or violation of the consent decree by LNE is that there was a precipitous drop in the other New York, New Jersey venues as well, including Madison Square Garden, which is very LNE and TM heavy. In fact, they use MSG to try to block book, or so some say, and accuse them of when they're also trying to poke holes in Ticketmaster. Couple that with the fact that COVID was still all over the place, even one year ago. We just got back from our company offsite. We had to cancel last year's because it was Omicron at the time. And those numbers just aren't going to hold up. Ticketmaster's got all the air cover they need for that consent decree. That's reason number one. Number two is a question of timing, and it's actually way more common than people think. So a new executive comes in. They don't care what the last executive did, even if it was only a year ago and it's a seven-year deal. And they want to get out of the deal for whatever reason, whether they want change for change's sake, whether they think it's going to help with the numbers, whether they have a relationship with the vendor, who knows. We have won so many deals in that situation where somebody has come in and made change right away. Now, it puts SeatGeek in a really tough spot because if somebody wants out of a deal, they're going to trump up some charges. They're gonna make it sound like it's a lot worse than what was promised in the goal of threatening breach or having some kind of leverage out in the marketplace. And they clearly had enough leverage and SeatGeek decided to walk away. Now, I don't know if they walked away for reasons of a customer being difficult or whatever else, we've done that. But the optics aren't great. However, it's way more common than people think. SeatGeek has pretty good momentum. I mean, they've just announced that they're signing the Tennessee Titans. That's their sixth NFL team. It's just a really tough spot. And I don't think, given the circumstances and the timing, that it's anything that's gonna be able to pin to Ticketmaster. If a new CEO comes in and they have a way they wanna do business, then they're gonna do that business. There's nothing illegal about that. That's number two. And number three, and quickly, as for Tay-Tay, how she plays into this, the tire fire disaster of on sale where we heard all the horrible stories of people who are so important that they should get whatever tickets they want, whatever they want. And look, I'm not defending that it was a really crummy experience for a lot of people who love Tay-Tay. Um, Tay-Tay's team wanted to roll out all 53 cities at once. They're not going to take any blame for this, but the ticketing companies know better. They know that they should have gone out in a phased approach, and they suggested as much 
And they were told no, because we need to make a big splash. Theoretically, the pipes would hold. They didn't. Ticketmaster's pipes didn't hold on this one. Nobody's was going to, though. That's it for this week on the three things. We'll see everybody next week. I recorded these on Friday, so I don't know what's going to happen on Sunday. Go Eagles and Niners. we got to pick from either one. It's Capulets and Monhues on that one. We'll see everyone next week.